0: You never cared for me like I cared for you You never cared for me like I cared for you It's alright that's right. so going on what's going on it's the tamale mafia podcast the place where everything and nothing collide i'm your host aaron and it is friday in the tamale mafia universe how are you guys doing oh it's been a week it has been quite a week yes sir it's been quite a week so how are you guys doing everybody's uh, hanging in there I haven't talked to you since Monday so I feel like I've like it's just it's been forever I'm gonna have to start taking advantage of the of the Wednesday opportunity right I had some things I wanted to talk about Wednesday but I was like well I don't know because I'm not too sure what I have to talk about on Friday so I better save this And, uh, rather than do two short episodes, a short one on Wednesday, and I mean, it wouldn't be a short one, I'd find something to talk about, but, I don't know, I just decided to save it, but, uh, hey, how about that opening music, huh, how about that, that, that was a song called Cared All Right, by my good friend Lim, L-I-M-N, dude's got some great music, man, if you want to, like, just sit back and chill, And you know, I don't know about if you like meditate or if you, uh, whatever your thing is, you know, if you smoke something or eat something, (laughs) and you want to sit back and um, and just let the music take you where it will. I mean, the dude's got some great tunes to get you there. That's all I'm going to say about that. Uh, yeah. So. I don't know that he'll appreciate me saying that. Maybe I shouldn't say that. <laughs> oh well. It's been said. I just think the music is trippy. That's all I'm going that's all I'm trying to say. The music is trippy. And you know, it might it might uh help you relax, you know. You might let it take you on a little journey. Oh, that happened to me one time. I I've never really been into drugs, okay? I've never done drugs, like recreational drugs. Um, I had, uh, there was times that I used, um, when I was like really depressed and stuff, and going through a hard time, I would I would use a lot of pre- prescription painkillers. Not for pain, but just to like pass out. And uh, so that was kind of a, a no-no, I think on my part, because I was abusing them basically. So I try to steer clear of that stuff, but, um, there was one time that I, I had some kind of massage and, uh, it was like, um, I can't remember what it was called, but it was like a trigger point kind of thing. And it was not like a relaxing, um, spa ish massage. I mean, it happened at a spa, but this thing was like painful, right? This girl would, she had, um, I don't know if she used her elbow, or her fingers, or it, was, it felt like a hammer. Basically, <laughs> I don't know what she was using, but dude, she would she would find these points on my legs or my back, my shoulders, my neck, wherever she would find these points that I, I guess I had like a like a, a knot or something. And um, boy, she would just fucking dig in and put as much pressure as she could. And then the thing was is that she would say, "Okay, I'm gonna push until." until it hurts. Right. And then I will slowly release the pressure and then you let me know when it stops hurting. And, uh, what happened was I was, that was releasing all kinds of, I don't know if it was toxins or endorphins or there was some chemicals in my body that this process was releasing. And at first I was with it. I was like, okay, oh yeah, that hurts really bad. And then, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay, it stopped hurting all right. And then she would go on to the next point, she would find this other point and she would do it again. And eventually I started tripping out, man. I was zooming. I was like in a cartoon like a my brain went into a um like a Wile E Coyote Road Runner cartoon and I was in the desert with uh like a rabbit or some kind of talking purple bunny or something and we were going through the desert but we were cartoons i mean it was fucking way out there and she kept bringing me back you know because i would forget to tell her when to stop applying the pressure or when the pressure was was it was okay to move on to the next point because i wasn't even in the room i wasn't like mentally i wasn't aware that something was even happening to my body because my brain was out in the middle of a desert somewhere with this talking purple bunny it was fucking wild man and she kept bringing me back like hey okay um how does that feel can okay, we move on to the next point or whatever i'm gonna move on okay hey come back with me come back to me you know I, I don't know where i was probably you know rambling or i don't even know what i was doing she but i'm pretty sure she sees it all the time like that's what that massage does, but I wasn't prepared for it. I just found it on the list. <laughs> I was just looking at their menu and I was like, uh, yeah, let's try. I was like, do you have any like 90 minute massages or, you know, two hours? And uh, they were like, yeah, we have these. Um, this one's a 90, this one's 120, 120 minutes, you know, this one's, I think I picked one that was like 120 minutes. Right? I just wanted to be in there forever, but it was, it was that, and it was like two hours of tripping in the middle of a desert. It was fucking wild. So, uh, anyway, I wish I'd had some limb to listen to while that was going on. Who know? Oh, man, that would have been, I probably wouldn't have been in the desert with a purple bunny. I probably would have been in some kind of, uh, sci-fi quasi horror thriller or something. Um. Anyway, so what's going on, man? Where, what happened to my music? Muzak. Muzak. Where'd it go? There it is. So it's the Tamale Mafia podcast. You guys can check us out. The brand new www.tamalemafia.com oh yeah it's a pretty simple site but uh it's really our host site the pippa.io site I just masked it with the new um, address so that it's easier to get to eventually if this thing really continues to build you know I'll build a site for it but in the meantime it's a good little collective has a little bit of information a couple of links and all the episodes you can find right there to mollymafia.com and it's easier to remember than the other previous information so you can find us there and then use that to get to the uh, Instagram I think the Twitter maybe um, you can find me on Facebook or something I don't know what all links are there but Eventually, you can get where you need to go. Really, the the important one is go to Facebook and then like the page and then comment and share the links and stuff. I know that's a lot of work. I know I'm asking you for way too much input. But if you like the show and you want the show to continue and you look forward to listening to to these episodes, then it only makes sense that you would also uh want to participate and be part of the team that helps it grow, right? Because here's the deal. Let's get real about this. This thing costs money. Everything we do costs money. I mean, it, it costs money just to produce this. It's not just the time, but it actually costs money because of the software... Um, the hosting site for the for the uh, podcast, the equipment, the upkeep. There's pretty much everything online now is a subscription service. Um, so it's just cost. There's cost associated with everything, and the hope is that eventually, I mean, I'm fine with the cost putting the putting the money into it myself because it's something that I enjoy doing and I really like. Uh, Having a podcast, I I like having listeners, and so you know it's worth it to me. But it would be even more worth it if I had a larger listener base, and even more worth it if my listener base was huge. You know what I mean? So there's like I'm I'm kind of pushing for that. It's like I I don't I I wouldn't I don't mind having one listener. If it was one listener, I would still keep doing it. But I would you know much rather have like a thousand listeners. But just, you know, right now, um, I mean, the thing is growing, actually. So I'm not I'm not shitting on what we've been able to accomplish here so far because uh, we've only been reactivated. Right. Because, you know, I started the podcast last year and I did 12 episodes and then I quit for a year and then I came back. So we've only been reactivated for a couple of months. And uh, in those last couple of months, like our listenership, the downloads and the listeners listens and things like that has gone up consistently. And now it's kind of getting to the point where it's going up consistently by the day. And so what I realized this week, and I don't know if it's because of the episode that I put out, you know, I put out the shift bolus was Monday's episode. And I don't know if it's just because of the content. Maybe you guys really like that content for me. And I'm going to continue to put out more of those kind of episodes, Um. But that episode got more traffic uh, in the last couple of days than a regular, you know, previous episodes would have gotten in like a month. So there's like a good momentum there and it's kind of a a good build. And I'm hoping that that continues to build. And I'm not going to make every episode... Like that one, because that was kind of a heavier, more serious episode, and I do want the show to be about nothing um and so I explained kind of some of that the uh how I want the show to be about everything and nothing at the same time, which I still don't know if it's doable or not, but we're figuring it out right, so we got some good little momentum happening and things like that, but it just uh would be really super cool, like amazing if you guys would, would share the links and uh, I mean, you don't even have to like or comment, or just hit the share button. That would be so super cool. Um, and I think, you know, I've been talking with Paul from the Just Breathe podcast and we've been talking about that too, like how do we get more people to share and engage the content and stuff and we we're talking about incentivizing the share system so like you know every every time you share this you get entered into a a raffle or something and then we'll give away something stupid or so some, maybe something cool i don't know but uh i'm thinking about doing that so um yeah anyway rambly 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 about this uh about the growth of the podcast but it's cool it's cool i like it i like the growth of the podcast Um, Got some really cool stuff coming up soon. Next week, I'm going to um, finally get down with some more interviews. So uh, there's been a lot of people asking to be on the show and wanting to talk about everything and nothing. And um, there's been some people that I've wanted to get on the show. And so we are moving towards that next week. We're going to sit down with a whole bunch of folks and... We'll be able to blast out some episodes. Uh, that's not just me um rambling on, but we'll uh be able to introduce you to some of my cool friends and some other people that I don't really fully know yet. Um but that have reached out and and uh I think we're going to make some good good friendships and connections and um have some inter- interesting conversations and it's really a plethora of people who have a vast uh Array of background and experiences and stuff So it's just perfect Like it really is feeding into the concept of the everything and nothing of the show So I'm excited about that So we will actually be recording those interviews next week And then over time be able to parse those out And then you guys can be waiting at the edge of your seat Like is this the one? Is this the one where he's going to have a guest? And then you find out it's just me again. And you're like, ah, shit. It's just loser Aaron. And then uh, the next time around, is this the one? Is he going to put out a guest? It is the one. Yes, finally a guest. Um, So anyway, we'll see how that plays out. Uh, Another thing I'm excited about is the shift is getting closer. Um, Back in the beginning when when I first introed the shift... Uh, basically talking about these changes in my life and how I'm f- switching into shifting into a new gear, going to the next level, kind of getting through some breakthroughs and really pushing forward. Um, and how a big part of that was the fact that I, I feel like I'm able to recognize that there's some things that I cannot break through because I don't have the tools in my toolbox to do it, but I found the place. I found the group, um, that comes highly recommended and has really helped a lot of um, my colleagues and friends, um, a lot of professionals. Um, they've really helped identify blind spots and give you the tools to break through and and that kind of stuff. Um, so I am uh, starting that program um, this month in just a couple of weeks. So I'm getting a little nervous and a little excited because I know it's going to be hard work. I know it's going to be tough. There's uh, The sessions are like, Extremely long, they put a lot of a lot of um, like a maximum amount of work into a minimum amount of time, so you're really like grinding it out for a few days um, and I'm sure it's gonna be difficult because I'm sure they're gonna point out things and I'm gonna realize things that I hadn't even thought of before because that's what they're good at they're good at recognizing the helping you find the things like you don't know what you don't know right so there's those three areas like you know what you know you know what you don't know, which is where I'm at because I know that I don't know how to break through certain things. I recognize the blind spots. I recognize the, uh, the barriers, but I don't have the tools to break through them. So I know that I don't know. And then there's this whole other category of things that you don't know that you don't know. They just, you've never, you don't have the tools to even recognize that you don't know these things. So, Um, they specialize in helping you get to the, to recognize the, what the know that (laughs) to move, I guess, from the, I don't know what I don't know into now. I know what I don't know. And then now I know what I know. So they help you kind of dig out of that other pile of things that are in there that you just Mm -hmm. don't even recognize. So I know it's going to be hard work. Um, and I know it's gonna be difficult. So As we get closer to that, I'm going to talk more about it because it's more on my mind. I'm kind of starting to get a little bit of, uh, not an anxious, not anxiety, but more, yeah, like more like an anxiousness, like I'm ready to do it, but I'm also kind of scared of it. Um, But like I said in Monday's episode, I uh, have always been like the guy to volunteer to do the things that I'm scared of or to press into the weak points and try to make my, when I recognize that I have a weakness or a weak point, I just pick at it until I get stronger. Um, so there's been times that I have let fear slow me down or stop me, but not, not in this case. I mean, I'm nervous about what's going to happen and what I'm going to experience. And I'm kind of nervous about the hard work of it. Like, I know they dig into things that are deep emotional and like psychological issues that are buried inside. So I'm super nervous kind of about that stuff, like having to really dig in the past and I've I feel like I've done a lot of that on my own, but again, the no don't know you don't know thing. So there's gonna be things there that they're gonna pull out that I'm gonna be like, oh my god, and then they're gonna do something stupid like, okay, well you need to call that person and talk to them about it, <laughs> and uh, and then I'm not gonna to want to do that, but you know, I just know that that's kind of uh, how those things go, and and that there's value in it, so I won't I won't shy away from it, but it's just hard work. You got to be ready to press into it. So, here we go, right? It's coming up in a couple of weeks. But, uh, let's see. Oh, yeah. Let's. I want to talk about. I want to talk a little bit about Endgame, not the movie. Okay. No spoilers. If you haven't seen the movie, you're totally safe. I'm not going to talk about the movie. I'm going to talk about my experience going to see the movie. Um, and so, I'm going to. Let's jam a little bit here and then um, and then we'll do uh, we'll talk about some endgame movie experience. Check this out. I I'm not going to talk about the movie. Okay, I promise you. I'm not going to talk about the movie itself. I'm not going to talk about anything that I saw on the screen, so you're safe. There's no, no spoilers here. What I want to talk about is my movie-going experience um, because I normally I'll go to, um, or I guess lately we've been spending most of our time at the Studio Movie Grill Um, which has cheaper tickets, but more expensive snacks and food and stuff. Um, so you have these big, uh, cushiony like recliner seats with a little tabletop and it's all assigned seating, right? So, um, that's where we've been taking, spending most of our movie going experience lately over the past uh, year I guess I don't know since yeah probably um, I used to really enjoy the AMC theater there was one not too far from uh, where I used to live and it had an IMAX screen and so I really like watching certain movies in IMAX especially like Avengers movies Star Wars movies things like that like big epic movies because the sound system is going to be better you got bigger screen um, I don't really know that the quality is any different but it's just the bigger screen and the sound cuz you really get the rumble in your seat and that kind of stuff. But I guess I got kind of spoiled to the uh studio movie grill seating or kind of arrangement thing. Um and even like I went to an, I've been to another couple of theaters who are, have those uh big recliner type seats. Um and we we went and saw Pet Cemetery my buddy and I went and saw Pet Cemetery at a theater that i hadn't been to before and it had like like a push button recliner kind of thing so that was super cool because you could like kick your feet up and there was there was nice and roomy and you know those kind of setups they're like in two seat sections so you got like two seats and then the space and then two seats kind of a deal um they might be in a row. You might get like four or five, or in a row, or six, maybe. I guess, but for the most part, you're not like, and I, and also because the seats are so um, roomy, you're not bumping elbows with people, uh, really at all. So, I got kind of spoiled to that, I guess, because this for Endgame. Um, I was like, dude, let's go. I told Dax. Let's watch Endgame in in IMAX. You know, I hadn't been to an IMAX theater in a long time, so I was like, let's let's watch Endgame in IMAX, and then um, and then we can uh, have the bigger screen and the louder sound system and stuff. And the theaters are the IMAX theaters are usually huge, so they don't sell out as quick. There's more seating options, so you're not like you know, all those center seats are sold out. And then you got this, like the crappy front row corner seat left or whatever. Um, So there's plenty of seats available. And so we go to the IMAX to watch this this thing. And I, I guess I just forgot how the seats are, how different the seats are, because these are like more traditional um, seats with the, the, the seat back that kind of rocks, you know, you can lean it back, but it doesn't, stay there. It just kind of rocks back and forth and then you've got your armrest with a cup holder, you know. And you're sharing an armrest with the person next to you. So that was that's the setup, right? And so we purchased these seats that were kind of in the middle of a row, so there's people on both sides of us. And when we first get there, there's a guy and he's kind of a big guy um and he's he's on the end seat. And then it was our two seats. So he had seat twenty and then we had seats nineteen and eighteen. Um and so I told Dax, I said, You get nineteen, I'll take eighteen because you're smaller and that way me and this guy aren't bumping elbows the whole time, you know? I mean, I'm I'm a big guy. Like I'm if you don't have any if you never met me, you don't know what I look like, I guess. I mean you probably have seen pictures on the website, but or on the Facebook page, I guess, but, um, my shoulders are wide to sometimes the point where certain doorways and stuff, I got to kind of maneuver through. <laughs> and so, um, I like to make fun of that, you know, when I go to a place and I'm like, Hey Dax, watch this and I can't fit through a doorway and i kind of turn sideways and, and go through, I make, you know, I kind of feel like the Hulk or whatever. Um, And so I don't stay easily within the confines of a normal seating arrangement like that. So if there's a seat with the armrest, my my shoulders are definitely um, protruding over the armrests um, easily, right? So I have to kind of sit it and kind of maybe sit sideways a little bit to... Not totally in infringe on the space of the person next to me. Um and so I think there should be an automatic like headspace. You should just know that if you're a fat person or a wide person or a big person or a big muscle-bound dude or whatever you are, if you're a big person and you're with a smaller person. You put the smaller person between the big person and the next big person, right? So there's a guy. He's a bigger dude. I say, Dax, you take 19 because you're small. I'm 18. I'll sit, sit in chair 18, okay? And there was nobody in 17. So I'm totally taking up like half of 17, okay? Okay. I'm just chilling there and then uh these people were probably like from seat 15 on they were I don't even know if they had tickets to this movie because they moved around so much people kept bumping them and eventually they found some corner where like nobody was sitting so I don't even know that they had tickets to the theater they like had their own food <laughs> they had their own snacks and drinks and stuff they hadn't even got I don't know how they got into the theater I don't know I didn't call them out cuz I don't care but the fact was is that they uh, started out like 15, so they were 17 and 16 were free. Uh, I'm like taking up half of 17, and then they they got bumped, right? So they come all the way down. Now the guy that comes and sits in 17 is a little skinny dude, so we're good. He's Next to him is his girl. He's kind of like leaning up on her, and so... I still have plenty of arm room in seat 17 area where I'm just like totally flying in this, in the seat 17 zone. Okay. With my elbow, no problem. Where the problem happens is when, uh, this really big girl, like, like wider on the scale than I am, um, like I could probably hide behind her in a hide and go seek situation or an active shooter situation, I would just use her as a shield easily. Um, she came up with a really skinny girl. Okay. Like a really thin, small, skinny girl. And they're like trying to figure out where their seats are because they're obviously in seat 17 and 16, but seat 17 and 16 are taken and they can't figure out if they're even on the right row. And so we're like, yeah, this is your row. These are your seats. So they kick the people out, right, that were taking their seats, and they come and sit down, and I'm like, God dang it, do you not see the pattern? Big guy, little guy, big guy should be little girl, big girl, right? Oh, no. They just, they just come in, big girl comes and sits in, in uh, or little girl actually comes in first and takes 16, and then here comes big girl. She can't even fit into 17 she has to back herself in wiggle side to side (laughs) like like she's clearing space you know she's knocking out trees or whatever she's doing she backs it in to seat 17 gets about halfway into squat position and then just falls the rest of the way into the seat with a, with a thud and like a, like a rush of air <laughs> smacked me in the face, blew my hand, my hands in the air. Uh, and now since my arms blew up in the air, she has got her whole left arm tucked into my ribs. I'm talking like, forget the armrest even exists. There's no armrest anymore. It's, 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 uh, it's been taken over <laughs> and there, my, there I have a cup that is somewhere in the the armrest that I I'm not sure where it where it landed because I don't see the arm resting there's no more armrest there's just body and this chick has completely invaded all of my entire rib cage and now if I'm going to put my arm down I'm either going to set my elbow on her shoulder or I'm going to, um, I mean, I guess if I came straight down with my elbow, I would land like somehow end up on top of her arm, maybe with my elbow in her boob, which I was not okay with. I'm not putting my elbow, uh, in a, in a strange stranger, large girls, boob area. Okay. I'm not going to be accused of, I'm not going home in handcuffs just because, uh, uh, somebody decided to sit in the wrong seat. (laughs) Listen, listen, you're, you're completely uh, digging into my rib cage and I'm just like, I'm lost now. my arms in the air. And all I can do is take over Dax's seat. Right. And so he's in 19 and I just lean myself all the way into his seat and like I lean over all the way to my left and then there's enough space between my ribs and her arm now that I can kind of just place my arm down and grab. I like grabbed my own shirt collar up by my by my chin right with my fist and uh <laughs> and this is where i sit now with my arm like tucked up against myself my elbow against her her uh bicep i guess and her hip uh side rolls and arm uh flab <laughs> tightly tucked up against me <laughs> And the armrest is in there somewhere screaming for help. And my cup happened to just be like floating in a no man's zone somewhere uh, around her belly region. And so I was able to still find my cup and take occasional drinks and then very carefully try to figure out where exactly the, the cup holder was and then re, re put my cup back in the cup holder <laughs> and uh so i was like dude this is not proper etiquette for movie theater seating of this type okay big guy little guy big guy little girl big girl we would have been fine had the little girl sat i mean she wasn't a little child she was a grown woman but she was small a small person had she sat in seat 17 and uh mount rushmore sat in seat 16 we would have been fine but and i would have had no complaints and i even told dax i said did they not see the pattern here do they not understand i mean look now i'm like taking over half of his seat because i'm so leaned over because of what was happening on on my right hand side (laughs) And I go, do they not see? This is not proper. Do they not understand? We even set the pattern for them. I mean, how do you not see this? How do you not get this? You're a grown-ass person. This is the first time you've been to a movie theater? I doubt it. Do you just... You're so used to just backing your way into your seats that 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 you don't have any concern or care for who's around you. You're just like, here I come. I'm coming in. And you just launch yourself... Uh, halfway down and, and just slam into your seat. I mean okay. I'm not hating on anybody. <laughs> I'm not hating on her, okay? I'm a big person. I, I I'm not I'm not hating on the fact that she was big. But she was uh really big and just had very little care or concern for the fact that she was taking over my entire right side she didn't even say excuse me she didn't say can I tuck my my uh, arm fat into your side fat no she didn't she just tucked it on in (laughs) oh man and then it gets okay not that it gets worse but it got worse i guess because we we're in the previews okay and some people come in behind us and sit down now these people come in like like they're they're tramp they're like on a uh safari through the jungle or something like i imagine the guy was whacking weeds with a machete they're calling out to each other over here Our seats are over here, you know. He's just there's stomping happening, there's stuff being dropped, there's conversation taking place. Um, the something I hear something clank, clink, clank, clank, fall down, clank, clink, clank, and it was apparently this lady's earring and it fell under my seat or something. Anyway, they're trying to find it. They're shining their, they're using their phone's flashlights trying to shine it on, just find this. I dropped my earring. Oh my God. Um, and we are in previews. Okay. I like previews. I like to see the preview and I like to know what's coming. To me, the preview is part of the movie experience. It's not like the, uh, you know, the advertisements that happen before the previews, fuck those. I mean, who cares? You can walk around, you can talk, you can use your cell phone, you can throw paper airplanes. I don't give a fuck because it's just the local advertisements and stuff, and they play the little quizzy games or whatever. Who cares? But once the previews start, this is part of my movie going experience. I want to experience the preview for the upcoming movie in IMAX. I feel like I paid for this experience, you know? It's part of it for me. And then uh these people are just talking. They've got a little kid with them, okay? This little girl. Ellie, I think was her name. Um, here's when I knew we were in trouble, okay? The preview for the new Star Wars film comes up, okay? It says Lucas film or Lucas, whatever. Um, that little thing that pops up, and I'm like, yes. And then the very first scene is Ray, right? In this preview, the very first scene that you see is Ray. It's there's not a lot of sound. There's not a lot of anything happening. It's just her standing in a desert or something. Here's what I hear behind me. Ray, okay, good. You recognize who it is? Then that's the girl from. That's the girl from, that's the girl from, 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 that's the girl from, um, that's the girl from, um, that's the girl from, 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 um, dude, for like almost the entire preview, that's what was happening behind my head, that's the girl from, um, 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 I'm like, you, it's fucking Star Wars, okay? Somebody tell this kid, it's fucking Star Wars. (laughs) And I don't want to yell out, because I don't, I I mean, I don't want to be super rude. I'm waiting, I'm like, hoping her parents will be like, Star Wars, kid, Star Wars, okay? It's Star Wars, that's your answer that you're looking for. Um, that's the girl from, um, um um i'm like oh my god this is going to be the whole movie the whole movie is going to be that's the guy from um that's the that's the guy from um um oh my god i was right i mean that's how it was the whole movie is why did he do that mama why did she say that daddy who's that why did they say why did he do that daddy who's that guy who is he bad or good i'm just like did nobody I mean, give this kid a youtube video and let her catch up <laughs> that's what i did i hadn't seen ha- uh, like half of the movies in the mcu universe but i really really wanted to watch this movie because it's a big deal and i i mean i missed a lot of the like um what do they call them character movies in between or whatever like i'd seen the avengers movies but i had missed some of the movies in between so uh i just went to youtube bam caught up got all who all the characters were saw what happened okay missed that part got that got that got that i'm good no this kid nobody showed her a youtube video she was trying to catch up while the movie was happening and the parents are sitting there talking to her trying to tell her explain to her the movie i'm like dude Why do you, who does this the whole time? And now apparently the mother had, uh, short bladder issues because she went to the bathroom. Um, and I only know this because she would announce that she was going to the bathroom to her, her husband and kid, I guess. And then stomp her way. Like she's again going through a jungle and then, uh, a few minutes later come back and then like thirty minutes later, I gotta go to the bathroom again. I mean I'm talking like just talking out in the open. And so the the mom went to the bathroom like probably five times during the movie. The kid went twice. I was just like this is oh I understand we're in a public theater. Anybody's welcome, anybody that pays apparently maybe they don't have to pay i don't know what was up with this theater but people are going to bring their kids people that talk are going to be there whatever but this was just like exceptionally annoying because i was really looking forward to this movie and it didn't ruin the movie for me it was just annoying it was just like dude can you can you can you just not can you stop talking can you can you can somebody tell this kid we'll we'll explain it later just shut up and watch the movie It's fucking Star Wars, okay? That's the answer that you were looking for. Anyway, I don't know, man. So that's, look, if you're going to the movie theater, fat guy, little guy, fat guy, little girl, fat girl, little girl, fat guy, little guy, you gotta follow the pattern, man. It only makes sense. And if your damn kid is is gonna get stuck on That's the Girl From... Will you just answer the question? Just finish it for her. Finish it for her. Okay? That's all you got to do. That's all you got to do. come back i'm going to talk about yet another restart to yet another problem i've been having okay stay tuned about it like that like uh, I got to be careful with not have defeating words in my in my <laughs> here we go again here I'm gonna try this one more time uh it's not it's not like that it's just here's you know talk, be, t- talking about being a bigger guy I don't I'm not ashamed of my overall size okay I'm okay with my width and I'm okay with like my muscle structure, my bone structure and all this stuff. I'm not big bone. I know that doesn't exist. That's just a a thing. But I'm broad and I think I have a good muscle tone or structure underneath the layer of fat, right? So I just want to, I got to rip off this layer of fat and then I will be like a little, a little Hulk. And I'm fine with that. I'm fine with being Hulk shaped uh, I'll never be wafy or, you know, I don't have any intention of being a like a scrawny dude. Um, that's not in my wheelhouse. You know, I, I don't mind being hulky. I like it, actually. I prefer it. But at the same time, I don't want to be fat. And so I've gained some weight. I've put on some pounds, been eating terribly. Um, and so it's time. It's time to get back in there. Um, I have a gym membership. I was going to the gym. I quit going to the gym because my, uh, work schedule got a little wonky. It's evened out now. So I'm ready to get back in the gym. It, I got back on schedule this week, so that's good. Um, and then also my, uh, it's been my allergy season. So that's really draining. I don't know if you've with allergies, but sometimes it's just really exhausting and draining. And so, my energy level's been pretty in the dumps, um, but'm I've been while that's been happening, I've been uh, focusing on my intake, right right So even if I'm like, okay, I'm not working out, but I still can focus on what I'm eating. And so I've gotten a lot I've cut out a lot of stuff, I've made a lot of changes um, in the process of cleaning it up even more. Part of my problem is, is the going out. I love to eat. I love food. I love experiencing food. I don't want my food experiences to be like uh, miserable. So when I go out to eat, I don't want to be in misery, like chewing on a, on a piece of celery when there's, um, you know, chips and salsa in front of me or whatever. Like, I'm just not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to. I am not going to sacrifice my experience because, you know, gains. It's just I'm not that person, and I'm not going to do it. Um, so I don't want to be miserable in my food choices. Uh, and so I, but I do need to eat more. Uh, I do need to have a cleaner diet, and I need to make better choices when I'm in an, in a place where. I can put up with some misery, you know, like my daily routine where I'm not going out. Um, and also I need to work out more. So, uh, and then all, uh, and then the last piece of that would be increasing my water intake. And so, um, I'm working on cleaning up my diet. My water intake is always going to be a struggle until it becomes a habit. So, um, I haven't attacked that one yet. Um, but, I do need to, um, I feel my body kind of craving change. And so I've started to make small changes. It's like that little snowball rolling thing. And so when you start to make small changes, those little small changes start to build up momentum. And then you start making a few more changes and then a few more changes. And then the next thing you know, you're making bigger changes. And so that's kind of where I've been, where I've been making some small changes. And now I'm kind of rolling into bigger changes. Um, and one of the things that I started doing was, um, I'm in the very first stage of, of, uh, integrating intermittent fasting into my lifestyle. So right now I'm doing 12 and 12, right? Which I know is not ideal, but it's a, it's for me, it's a good place to start. And so I'm doing 12 of, uh, eating and then 12 of not eating. And then eventually I'll whittle that down to like, I don't know, eight and 16, I guess. Um, probably, and then maybe even six, six and 18. I don't know if I can get that crazy with it, but, uh, I think 12 and 12 is a good place to start. So basically I eat all my food within 12 hours of each other. So, um, it's a little difficult with my work schedule that changes. And so I'm I'm not being super strict with it where I'm like, I have to eat by 7am and I have to quit by 7pm because sometimes, um, my work schedule is in a different rhythm and my, so I'm a little fluid, but I still try to make it like seven to seven, eight to eight, nine to nine, something like that. And then I don't try to, I don't, so far I have not gone past nine o'clock. So nine o'clock being the latest that I'll eat. And then, um, I did have one day where I was like, I didn't eat by nine o'clock, uh, cause I think I was working, yeah, my work schedule, so my last meal that I had at work was like my lunch, which was probably around six o'clock, and then I didn't eat at nine o'clock, but I didn't get home till like eleven o'clock, and uh I just went to bed, I was just exhausted, and I didn't feel like eating, I wasn't gonna eat at eleven o'clock, so I just didn't get that last that last meal in, but you know it's it's worked out pretty good. I feel pretty good, um I noticed a change like in my, just in how I feel, like my, my hunger levels and stuff. And I'm not like craving a midnight snack because I've already like conditioned myself to not do that. Like, okay, it's my, my last, this is it, is my last food. And, uh, and so I've been sticking with that and it's working pretty good. Um, I don't know if it's going to result in any weight loss, but I feel pretty good about it. Um, but I know that I need to, get a little tighter with it. So, um, you know, that's, that's coming and then jumping back into working out. So I'll start that again this week. And then, um, Dax is really on me because he wants, he's signed up for football next year and he, he needs to start working out and he wants to get a little bigger. And so, uh, I'm like, yeah, dude, we're going to work out this summer for sure. So I got him to motivate me as well. So uh, you guys can be a part of that that path um, as we get back into our, into this thing, um, and that's just another part of the shift. Because you know, one of the things that I think about oh, if I wake up at two in the morning, I think about how I need to lose weight. <laughs> if I if I wake up at you know, uh, it doesn't matter if I when I'm going to bed, when I'm waking up, when I'm uh, walking around. The only time that I don't think about how I need to lose weight is when I'm eating, which is like the the time that I should be thinking about it. Um, but anyway, uh, it's been a long, long, long haul. been probably my whole life. Uh, I've only had a few times where I've been in, in pretty good shape, um, mostly when I was doing athletics. Uh, I was in really good shape, and then you know i just love food so much man food is an it's just an, something to be experienced and oh, i just love it so anyway um that's that's the deal with that okay i'm going to take another quick break and here's the here's the deal i'm going to tell a story that's really <laughs> it's a wild story and it's it's not it's a little bit difficult to to uh, to tell. It's not a sad, well, maybe, okay, it is a sad story, I guess it can be. Anyway, it's a story about a squirrel, okay? And uh, it's not a great story, but it's kind of funny, um, but it's also just kind of crazy. And uh, you don't have to listen to it if you don't want to, okay? That's why I put it at the end. Put at the end because you've already got all the information you you really need. This story is just for it's just for me to, uh, to get it out there. So if you don't want to hear the story of the squirrel, then uh, you can you can punch out now. We'll catch you next week. But um, if you if you hang in there, you're gonna hear a story that is. I mean, I've never experienced anything like this before in my life, and uh, I hope I never have to experience anything like it again this squirrel this this squirrel that will haunt me <laughs> forever it's coming up right after this hang in there podcast head on over to www.tamalemafia.com check us out there give us a follow on instagram or uh, facebook give us a like on facebook share 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 alright the squirrel story coming up in just a few minutes Think you want to hang around or not <laughs> again this is your last chance man not really I mean you can get you can get most of the way through the story and be like wow that's wild but it does it does just kind of it's one of those things that just kind of keeps it keeps getting worse as it goes on <laughs> so here's what happened I was uh grabbing my breakfast before work and uh my mom was outside, and she comes to the door and she says, "I need your help, okay?" But she's got like a sound of desperation and anxiety, and like panic in her voice. So I'm thinking something bad has happened, and so I go, "What? What's up?" And then she's like, "Get the. I need you to get the dogs in. They've got a squirrel trapped in your truck, okay." And I'm like, "Oh my God! So my yard is a no fly zone for any kind of creature because my dogs are assassins, and they will brutally attack or attempt to attack just any living creature uh that's not human okay humans they're they're fine with, but like birds, cats, rats, possums." Squirrels, I mean, any of that kind of stuff. Good luck, dude. You're on your own. Okay, you, you're taking your life into your own hands when you step into this yard. And so the dogs had 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 uh, cornered the squirrel. The squirrel had gone into the rim of my truck. Okay, so I have a Ford and it's got Ford uh, rims, and the squirrel went into the rim and was like inside running around in circles or kind of like hanging out in there. And it was barking its head off back at the dogs. And so I get the dogs inside and then my mom was like, leave it alone. She just left it alone. Right. And I came back inside to finish my breakfast and I was thinking like the squirrel's going to see that the dogs are clear and he's going to make a run for it. Now my truck was parked nowhere near a group of trees or anything. So they must've chased the squirrel full across the yard. and, And he just was like, the nearest thing he could find was my truck rim. I guess how he ended up. I mean, he picked a horrible spot. I don't know how he ended up in there or why he chose that or where he even came from, but this was a bad situation for him. He was having a really bad morning. And so, uh, I, um, I finished my breakfast and then I went back outside and I heard this, this old dude still barking and I go look at my rim and he's still in there. He's just like sitting on the rim inside just with one eyeball looking out of the, of the holes, one of the slots. He's just like looking at me and he's just barking his head off. I'm like, dude, you gotta get out of there. I mean, I gotta go to work. And so, uh, he's not, he's not budget. I mean, I can't, I'm, I don't know how to get him out. I can't reach in there and grab him. Um I'm kind of half thinking maybe he he got himself in there in a panic and now he can't get himself out because he realizes he's bigger than the slot or he, you know, won't fit back the other way. It's only a one way trip. I don't know. And so I uh I was like, dude, I'm just gonna wash him out, right? So I get the hose and I and I walk over and I start spraying him. And i uh, spraying him in the butt, right, in the butt region so he can, like, oh, God, there's water behind me. Let me get out of here. And he's just, like, not having it. He doesn't care. So I'm just hitting him with water, and he just runs around the rim like he's on a little um, hamster wheel. He just runs around the rim um, running away from the water and barking at me. I'm like, dude, no, you got to get out. And so at one point he stuck his head out of the slot, his whole head, and was looking at me. And I'm like, yes, yes, run. Go. Now's your chance, dude. Make a break for it. Run. And he didn't do anything but go back in. And he starts, he's just running in a circle. And so I take the hose and I start hitting him with it. Not hitting him, but poking him, like on the backside and the belly and stuff, wherever I can get to, poking him. With the hose, the end of the hose, like, hey, I'm going to try to make this uncomfortable for him and get him out of there and he will just will not come out. So my mom was like, well, let me go get the broom. okay?" so she goes to get the broom and she gets the broom handle and she starts like poking at him. Come on, guy, get out of there. He will not come out. And now it's been like 30, 40 minutes. Okay, I am super late for work, which thankfully I have a gracious boss who kind of lets me come and go. When I want to within a certain parameter. Okay. I have like boundaries like here, anytime between this time and this time you can come and go. So it's not like a super huge deal that I was late for work, but the later I go, the later I I have to work and I didn't want to work super late. So I was like, I gotta go. And, uh, she, my mom was like, no, you're not going anywhere until this thing gets out of there. And I was like, I can't take the day off. (laughs) <laughs> no I know that my boss wouldn't wouldn't go for that he's not gonna let me take the day off because I got a squirrel stuck in my rim okay so I'm stu- I'm starting to get more and more impatient I'm like I'm gonna shoot him I'm gonna shoot this squirrel I don't know what to do I can't shoot him because he's in my rim and uh, you know it's just like there's just nothing there's no way to get to him and so um, I was like you know what he's just going to have to go for a ride with me because I can't do this all day and he's not coming out and everything seems to be just aggravating him more. He's not going to come out. And so, uh, I was like, he's just going to have to go for a ride now here. I'm thinking this has got to be, uh, the squirrel has to be smart enough to know when this truck starts up and the thing starts rolling maybe that's not a comfortable situation and he needs to, to bounce. That's what I'm thinking. He's going to jump out he's going to run and everything's going to be fine. So I start the truck up and, uh, there's nothing. He doesn't jump or run, right? He's just chilling in there. So I start to roll the truck a little bit, nothing. And I was like, okay, you know what? You've made your decision, buddy. Now, before I go any further, <laughs> uh, you can bounce out of the story now if you want to um, because, I mean, the the short end of the story is that he didn't get out and I drove to work, right? Um, and when I got to work, I realized that he didn't make a run for it. And that I needed to now retrieve him. <laughs> uh, I got a stick and I kind of poked him and I was like, yeah, okay. Now this is going to be like a retrieval kind of a deal. And so I'm super mad. And uh, and I was like, I don't even know how to get him out of there. Because he's back behind the rim and there's only these little slots that I can uh stick a put a stick through or I mean somehow he's got to come out of there but I don't know how to get him out. And he's not running anymore because he's uh with Jesus. And so I I will skip all the rest cuz I don't even want to talk about the rest. It was uh I I had to I try I had to try multiple different attempts and ways uh none of which worked um all of which made things worse and finally got to the point where at, at one one time at one point uh i was how do i put this i was kneeling at, at my tire uh, with my arm in a trash bag and surgical gloves on trying to get this thing out of there and literally was telling myself this is the worst thing I've ever had to do. <laughs> this is the worst task i've ever been given this fucking sucks i was so mad i was so mad that this situation had had fallen apart to this level to this degree i i was like dude all you had to do was run all you had to do was get out of there you didn't even have to take this ride with me you didn't have to go to be with jesus and now I am doing something with my hands <laughs> that I don't want to, I mean, dude, dude, it was super horrible. Um, and it still didn't work. I still, I was like, I don't know what to do. I, I just, I, the bag and the gloves went in the trash and the, the thing was still stuck in my tire. In my rim. And now I'm like. I, I don't know what to do. Am I going to have to take the. I'm going to have to take the rim off. I'm going to have to take the tire off. I'm going to jack up my truck. Take the tire off. And I guess I can get them out that way maybe. But. Then. Oh dude. Just the the, the thoughts running through my head. And I was like. I, I really seriously don't know what to do. Now what I ended up doing was going for a drive <laughs> after work. I went to work. It stayed with me all day, literally stayed with me all day, ruined all any kind of chance for having an appetite. I ate because I had to, but I was, everything was grossing me out. I was like, this is a horrible day. Uh, and then, I went for a drive after work and after a really long drive um, I stopped and I went and looked at my rim and he was no longer with us (laughs) and so he uh, I don't know what what exactly where or when or what but at some point it the retrieval process took care of itself. I guess he was expelled onto the road and then uh and then I drove home and sprayed fabuloso on every part of my tire rim part <laughs> that half of my truck. Oh my God, dude, that was literally like has to be the worst the worst task i've ever ever taken on I, and i i spared you i spared you the details but the details in my brain are not spared that that one's going to stay with me probably for a very long time and uh i mean i didn't it didn't have to happen it didn't have to go that way that motherfucker he, I mean, he got his revenge, I guess, ultimately, because he tortured me for a full day. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway. <sighs> yeah. So, that was really bad, but uh hopefully I didn't um say too much there. I mean, I tried to... Spare you this. Let's try to spare you those details, bro. Because damn it, that was a bad situation, anyway. All right, I have said it all and I've said plenty, been talking for a long time, but uh, I want to leave you guys with this look if you are the size of Mount Rushmore and you gotta back yourself up into seats like you're clearing brush can you at least ask the person next to you for permission to plant your elbow into their ribcage or better yet if you're with a scrawny friend can you just proper seat (laughs) oh man all right um yeah so we will see you guys on monday hope you guys have a great solid super great weekend and uh catch you on monday okay all right peace out Podcast is brought to you by me. The Tamale Mafia Podcast is on Spotify, iTunes, Podcast Attic, Overcast, and a whole bunch of other places. For more information about the Tamale Mafia Podcast, you can find us on Facebook. And to find us on Facebook, you can go to www.tamalimafia.com and follow the links. Our intro music is brought to you by me. Other than that first track that was brought to you by Lim today, that first track. L-I-M-N, right? The uh, transition music is brought to you by bensound.com for more royalty-free music. Check out bensound.com. The uh, outro music here is brought to you by Lim. For more mind-blowing, intellectual, electronic tracks, go to soundcloud.com slash getlim. That's L-I-M-N. And as always, thanks for listening